0: Hello, hello, and welcome to a very spooky edition of the Flux campaign. I am your DM tonight, Steve, usually playing the roguish... Rogue... Deus? And tonight I am joined by my cast.
1: Y- your cast?
0: Wait, yeah. My cast? The cast. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm leading tonight, so you're the cast. Yeah.
1: What?
2: Did we sign a contract or something?
3: I want royalties.
2: When did Steve get nervous? It's the spookiness.
4: He's in Smash now. Leave him alone. It's very oh, it's damn. very
0: tiring. So. Oh,
3: so are we starting roll call with that thing? Is that where we're going? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, very special edition of Flux.
2: Yeah, this is going very well.
3: All right, then. I'm Sarah. I play Kizoflixil. And I... Probably just confuses the characters about this right now.
5: I'm play. I'm Tony. I play Puck, and I. What now?
1: Guys, we need to get it together.
4: Are we? Are we? Are we really? Okay. Uh, this is Charlie. I play Bardis, the Goliath Barbarian, and um, yeah, I'm done. So we can move on.
1: All right. I'm Eric. I play Lokar, the Paladin Warlock.
2: Uh, I'm Dom. I play Anorin, the elf cleric of the sun.
0: All right, and with that, we will touch slightly on last game where our party crumbled a tower of a evil lizard demon race people that were trying to destroy a town, and we ended up fighting the prophet in his real form, and we got spanked a lot. He got spanked a lot.
2: Me especially. It's not yeah. even his final form.
0: Well, it was not even his final form, but thank God he didn't get to a final form. Um, And at this point, we will say the group, after receiving their uh, pat on the back from the Raven Queen, are now back in flux and have had time enough to recuperate fully. From their trials. And. um Anorin has even started to grow back. Some of the singed hair on his head and face. Ouch. And with that. We will start with. Um. You know what everyone. Instead of starting in the tavern tonight. We'll actually have you. Walking around the old town. Um. Spending time with some of the other NPCs. Searching for materials to build um, more useful items. More useful items, like another, maybe another bomb, if they can find the materials. Or maybe find materials that can be used to create items or armor and stuff. Because they're starting to run low on materials in the town.
1: Can I take my horse to the Old Town Road?
0: You don't have a horse.
2: No, um, I'm just saying, a spaceship would be really useful. I mean we could carpet bomb an area and be really good.
0: Uh, okay, does an arm knows what a spaceship is?
2: No idea, I'm just saying it'd be useful. I mean we could that find how to build one. Well, I mean it, I mean we could find one. The flux does is he even a-
0: know what
4: space is.
0: Look, just I'm just like,
2: saying
4: You guys play like <laughs> Super Mario Brothers two where you would just like run up to something. Alright. No.
0: Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. And that's the surprise, folks, for our spooky Halloween edition. We're playing Starfinder. Yay! Yay! No, we're not.
4: Not, not, not not really. I mean, you're sending us on an Easter egg, Hans. Oh,
0: well, I mean, I'm sending you down the street in the old town area where no one really lives because we don't have enough NPCs. And as you're walking, you notice that there are lights and music coming from the ye old whorehouse.
2: Uh Oh. (laughs) <laughs> okay, fucking, okay, 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 okay. If if I may, uh, did you say whorehouse or orehouse? Because one implies, you know, one implies, yes, you know, the red we light. We got to get our,
1: we gotta get our metal are, from the orehouse.
0: I was going to say, gonna say,
2: very... gonna say <laughs> <laughs> the oars for us boat, but, you know, that too.
0: Well, I was going to say there's some very slutty minerals in there. My God.
5: I was going to say, well, there's something with vigorous energy in there. I've left it in there. Did you need anything like that? Uh, who wait, wait who's with us? Like who are we shopping for? Is that that alchemist guy with us or like, I don't know uh, what the hell to grab.
4: Get him a piece of wood.
0: Let's see, you are being followed by Tim the Ench- Tim the Enchanter. Hey Tim. Philbert Powder Keg. Hey Phil. And you are also being followed by Manda Lorraine, who has the baby with her.
2: Hey, Manda. Hmm.
4: So, she nods. <laughs> uh, hey, hey Manda. Is this the way?
0: Well, I was going to say, if there's any way to go, I guess it would be to inspect those lights and music.
5: Wow, just throw up that loud. I didn't... Nothing takes... Oh. I didn't leave the lights on or anything in there.
3: Clearly <laughs> some of us have not seen the Mandalorian yet.
5: What? This is the way. This is the way.
6: No, no, I I way.
0: Seen. You threw me the lob I, and I Alright, I'm going, going, going this
5: in. way. I'm going the <laughs> way I go in. I know this place, like the back of my hand, I think. And the front.
4: So when did Puck suddenly
5: <laughs> become
1: proficient in whorehouses? I have a book that explains
5: a lot, okay? <laughs> I um, learn.
3: Hey, sex work is a very prestigious thing. It's okay. You don't to be I, ashamed of it, Puck.
2: I, I, yeah. I, um... Uh, way, from, from, from I gotta close four. the door behind me. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. I'm closing the whorehouse
5: door. Isn't Wait, it just you're... a swinging door like an old saloon? Yeah, and then it swings <laughs> up.
1: Wait, isn't there a bunch of swingers in there? See this is the we
5: uh...
0: swing all night? <laughs> What's really spooky is the
4: puns. Oh, I'm so
7: scared of the puns..
4: <laughs> Ooh. All right, so all right. how far away is the lively area?
0: Uh, well, you are about... You guys are about 15 feet away from the entrance of the brothel.
5: I'm inside.
0: Oh, to- all right. Puck just, you, and you all just watch Puck just walk right inside. I, I'm i afraid
1: for what will happen
0: to him. I have
1: spoken.
2: He is being very vigorous. <laughs> I i'm not sure if this is the correct day for this episode puck <laughs> in i don't know if i'll regret that but i will follow puck in
0: all right and follows puck in um puck does the in darkness Norn... give
1: less lap dances
0: no because there it's not dark there's flashing lights in there it's actually quite bright
1: it, never mind that was a joke i get, noran Um, (laughs) Lokar will reluctantly follow in.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, As Puck, Anorin, and Lokar walk in, you see that there are actually what looks like um, the... um, what actually looks like a few women in scantily clad leathers walking around the uh, brothel.
1: I choose to
2: look at the floor. I choose to look at the ladies.
0: Same. Lokar, you notice that the floor looks like it's been cleaned. Uh, this floor Anorin, is awful. Nice.
2: Let's see.
5: Look around. Anoran,
0: roll roll me a perception check.
5: Alrighty. I gaze towards the stairs because I know it was up there.
2: Twenty three.
0: Twenty three. Uh, Noran, you can look at the girls and you can actually kinda you can actually see that they don't look quite right. In and what as per- you as you look closer, they seem the you can tell that the light isn't casting the correct shadows on them.
2: Mm. It's the glitter. Suspicious. It's the glitter. Let's see.
0: And Puck, what are you doing?
5: I was gazing towards upstairs cuz I remember the the fun rooms up there. Just uh wording. Huh? <laughs> you like the oak floor or the whatever floor this is? No, I I said wording cuz you said the
1: fun rooms upstairs.
3: Phrasing.
2: Phrasing uh, that's, I, that's that's the, that's the proper way the entertainment rooms so is it that the the ladies aren't casting a shadow at all or is it um
0: yeah you can notice they're not casting shadows and that when the light hits them the shadows that should be projected on them aren't showing properly
2: well I guess it's just a show um, let's see. I go up to the nearest lady and put my try to put my hand on her shoulder.
1: Uh, did you ask for consent?
3: I was like, ho, ho. Huh? I feel ah. locked out. Oh, would
0: anyone else like to enter the brothel?
3: Yeah. Okay. Check my pouch, make sure I got some change, and walk huh. in. Alright.
0: What color are your eyes? Horny. <laughs> it's not a color. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the,
2: way the, way, the way she said that is just like she's gonna oh yeah, she's it's sounded like she's like gonna enjoy her time in there.
4: I would like this is the one time where just like Axel showing up would be the best.
3: Nah, you got Isabel. That's oh. disappointing. <laughs> I was just really hoping Flick was gonna take over.
0: Would Flick be afraid of the boobies?
3: Probably. <laughs> be hard. Or no, it'd be a toss-up between who would be more scared, her or Puck.
0: <laughs> Bardis, are you going to enter with uh, Isabel?
4: Yes, being the last person standing on the street going, uh, Cool. Grab my, ma- or my drinking horn and <laughs> let's go inside. Come on, Bardis, work
5: on your grappling skills.
4: Uh,
0: all right, oh, Isabel. baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> All right, Isabel and Bardis, you enter and you see what everyone else enters. There's bright lights flashing, there's music playing, and there are a few girls walking around in scantily clad leathers.
4: I'm gonna shove you prone. Oh wait, no. What? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's consent. not right.
3: Cosplay uh, <laughs> uh... is not consent. Did you say
1: cosplay?
3: Cos.
2: Cosplay, but not the fish.
1: <laughs> oh, I was thinking like a cod piece. Like if you're,
2: I just like to say this is going. All right, so what are we up. doing in here? <laughs> we're messing yeah. up. That's what we're doing.
4: Boobies, <laughs> boobies.
5: All right, I. I guess I just find a spot to sit. <laughs> is it okay
1: to look yet? <laughs> I,
4: what, what are you, Lokar? What are you? doing?
3: Are your eyes covered?
1: I mean, looking at I'm, the floor. I'm looking at the floor. I figured that's just better for respect, I suppose. I don't know. This is weird to well, me.
0: Man- Mando-, Mando walks in behind you and slaps you on the bottom half of your turtle shell and says, Oi, look around you, pussy. I, I,
1: I, I'm still weirded out by the fact that there's not really anybody else here, and there's suddenly people here. And with that, I'm gonna turn on Divine Sense all right. So, uh, that means you still have to look, right? I can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or known the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. That is not behind total cover. And they're not wearing any cover.
0: Uh, they do not register.
1: Okay. Check. They
0: just do not register at all. Um, and you do not register any. Un- uh. I will say this one, you don't register any strong undead, but you get a slightly um, you get a slight presence at the back end of the hall on the far side of the building where something just feels not quite right but you can't get a full sense of it because the door is closed.
1: Um, I'll go kind of sit next to Puck and say uh, since you seem so familiar with this place and point at the room and say, do you know where that door goes? Because I'm sensing something evil over there.
5: Um, recall check. Uh, I remember the upstairs level. I explored up there. Uh, did I do downstairs very well, too? This sounds dirty. Okay. I wasn't trying that, but... Should I roll a uh, memory check or something?
0: Sir. Uh, uh, uh What's up?
5: I've been here before. Should yes. I like wisdom check it?
0: Sure. Roll a wisdom check.
5: That is an 8.
0: This place is nice.
5: I think they've done you some remember, renovations.
0: I you remember finding some neat things here except except one thing you left behind.
5: Yeah. I left that <laughs> in the drawer upstairs. Uh, I think they've done some renovations. Uh, Oh my god, I'm starting to talk like Amanda.
0: Farmer um, <laughs> puck, Scottish puck, let's I go! Think done,
5: I think they've done some renovations. Anyway, uh, I would assume hey, hey, the bottom level... don't make
0: fun of Amanda.
7: I'm not.
5: She knows what she's doing. What?
0: You look around. You see Amanda is sitting there with the baby on top of one of the tables, playing with the baby.
5: She brought a baby
1: to a brothel.
0: <laughs> oh, he doesn't know any better. He's too
1: young for that. Yeah, he's gonna think he's in a, a all-you-can-eat buffet here.
3: That's not anyway. how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't
2: think that's how it works.
1: You don't know orc babies are different.
5: Anyway, uh, that way is either the private rooms or like the manager's room usually. But I think upstairs was the private rooms because they have the beds.
1: You're very smart about these brothel places, Puck. I'm very impressed.
0: Uh, there, but also louder in the city. Hey, Puck, real quick for me, can you roll a arcana check?
7: Arcana check. Arcana. Six.
4: Nope, yep, you don't notice anything.
5: Well, I'm just don't really notice anything. but I, yeah, it looks like they've done renovations since we were last year, which was I
7: don't
5: know. When was the 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 part where I got s- poisoned and Anorn wanted to heal me with fire, and and Snowflake got poisoned, and yeah, when was that? That was a that while was ago. I- <laughs> that that was when I was last here. So it was kind of dusty back then. But I my point still stands. I I think it's either a private room or a managerial room. Or a camera room, if it's that kind of place.
0: All Everyone will also notice that no matter how long you stand or sit there, none of the girls actually ever approach you.
2: Okay, so have I finally touched the shoulder of one of these girls, or is this like I'm going oh, yeah, in incredibly oh, yeah, oh, yeah. slow motion?
0: Yeah, we'll say that your hand goes to reach out to touch one of the girls, and your hand goes right through her like she's not even there.
2: Illusions. Hmm. This is a fake booby bar.
3: It's <laughs> oh, almost
7: side. just as good. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> and not in the why good fake.
2: And not in the good fake booby kind.
3: Like plastic?
2: No, they're not even there at all.
3: Damn.
2: I know. So,
5: why interested in the back, sir?
1: Um, I. I, I was doing some detect good and evil and felt a presence back there.
2: Accounting?
7: That's
1: evil. Numbers I, I can be
0: scary. Don't... Evil money laundering.
1: But obviously, these are illusions, uh, and I think that's basically permission to go storm the back.
7: Okay. I'll have at it then. Let
1: me get out of this booth. Do I need to roll dexterity to get out of the
0: booth? Uh, I mean, if you want to. <laughs> or I'll flip the don't... table, I don't care. I was
6: going to
5: say, you shove the table, it hits me in the stomach. Oh, God.
2: It's like that really awkward shuffling when you have to go to the bathroom during a family dinner at a restaurant, and you're just like, uh, uh, uh. All right.
0: Or that uh, that, that, are... that uh, side saddle right. thing that the... So, who's going to head towards the back room with Lokar?
2: I shall. I follow. Let's go. Puck,
0: are you going to go with them?
2: All right. <laughs> that don't sound All so right. enthused. Right.
0: As you're walking by, there are three doors on your left hand side as you walk down the hallway, each with a number above them one, two, and three. One and two are open and three the door is shut and you can hear a vibration noise from inside door number three.
7: Oh, I thought that was upstairs.
0: No, they were all ground level. Oh. And then all right. at the and then at the end of the hall there is a fourth door without a number, which is the door that seems to be the back room for like management or whatever. But you do hear right. a vibrating sound behind door number three.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. Try to get through that door. Which door? The Door number three, I guess.
0: Alright, you open door number three and you can hear that the vibration is coming w- from within a nightstand next to a bed.
5: Yeah, it's in the drawer. Go ahead, have fun.
0: I dare puck. <laughs> what? Alright. Puck knows what's in there.
1: I'm Move gonna to go open dream. the drawer and see what's in there.
2: um park do you want us do do you want us to leave
0: you you see a very mm, you see a very glossy uh masterfully shaped rod that appears to have a magic power button on one end that is lit up and the and the rod is vibrating in the drawer
2: Wait, is this supposed to be a spooky session or a slutty session?
3: I'm confused. (laughs) I thought we were supposed to be doing haunting stuff.
1: Yeah, this feels very much like somebody that's, uh, or something where it's supposed to be like like a spooky Halloween party, but you show up and everybody's dressed like a sexy cat.
0: Yes, oh. thank you very much. This is the sexy costume portion of the Halloween podcast.
2: Alright, um, like, did we accidentally get into... Did we get the wrong script? Are we in a por- Are we on a porno set, or do we accidentally hit the swingers club? What is
5: this thing you call a I porno? I think this is the part where, like, the part where, like, the kids get caught in the middle of the sex scene, and then are, like, killed by Jason.
4: Mm, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> I just remember, like, the early, like, B-movie, like early days of netflix those b movies that were core movies but they're just glorified porn movies is that what we're in? i yes i go to the
0: back well speaking of which while low car investigates the drawer there is a sudden scream from behind that sounds like manda no and you hear her then scream give me back the baby
2: oh crap we gotta go after the baby
1: I leave the vibrating drawer and start trying to head that way. I do too. You bust
0: out of the room and you see Manda is starting to run towards the back room, which the door is now open, and you can see that there is a rotating red portal in the doorway. Ah, crap.
2: It's the cow level. Let's go. Here we go.
3: Back to the porn.
2: I'm running right through it.
1: I'm
5: going move after move. it too. Move, 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 move.
3: I push Puck through.
5: No, I'm in the back.
3: Nope. I'm in the back. Hold on. That's what she said.
0: No.
3: Oh, I just rolled a twenty for strength. You go on.
0: Puck, do you do you oppose Puck? I oppose.
5: (laughs) Cast mirror image. There's like six of me.
2: You're a drunk.
1: You guys should have rolled initiative for that.
2: All right, we're in the portal. What is in the portal?
0: And the portal suddenly magically gets stronger and pulls uh, Isabel and Puck in there, so everyone's in there now.
7: Yay! Woo! T- nice. That
4: was <laughs> easy.
0: All right. Everyone goes through the portal and everything goes dark for a moment. I guess okay. lights. And before everyone's eyes can adjust to the darkness, there's a sudden flash of bright light
3: god damn it and
0: i panicked I,
2: I all don't, right don't,
0: and don't. as everyone's vision starts to recover the spots in your eyes start to fade away you can see that you're standing on a single platform that looks to have been once a functioning teleportation circle and it is on the top of a giant podium with a stone bridge connecting it to what looks like a building on the other side of a great chasm. Is Is it... uh, Sky Factory in Minecraft?
2: uh, Um, Is it dark, spooky, and overcast with thunderbolts and such?
0: Oh, you look like you're inside of a giant cavern. Like, there's no sky, there's no light. It is you... On top of a giant stone pedestal with a non-functioning teleportation circle with a thin stone bridge between where you're standing and the other side of the chasm. And all you can see is darkness and there is a thick fog in the chasm, which you cannot see the bottom of. And Oh the, man,
1: we're still in the, sexy time.
0: And the roof of the cavern is so high you can't see the top of it. God with dang. what light you have available.
1: I can see 120 feet in darkness. I... Yep.
0: All right, you can see the other end of the bridge just barely.
1: But I can see like it's connected to something else.
0: Yes, yeah, so you can see it's connected to an actual landmass on the other side.
1: Uh, guys, there's a there's a landing on the other side of this bridge.
2: Well, that's the only direction the baby could have gone, so let us go down it.
4: Do we even know... Wait, did somebody take the baby? Do we even know anything? Well, we're
1: here now. Let's go see what we can figure out. Is Manda still with us or no?
0: Uh, as you look across the bridge, you actually catch sight of her right as she's a... right as she leaves your 120-foot dark vision on the other side of the bridge.
1: Well, that I'm bolting, going
0: across. Yep. All right.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. following. All
0: right, I want everyone to roll me a quick uh, deck save. Great. I
1: was going last. Um, anybody close to me gets a plus three on that. Define close. I'm last. Let me look.
0: Yeah, because the bridge is thin enough. You're gonna have to go single file.
2: Yeah, and I should be behind Bardis in this order. So uh, within ten feet of me,
0: uh, first, So two people in front of you or two people behind you, and if you're bolting first, it's going to be the two people behind you that get the bonus.
1: Yeah, so you guys get a plus three, and I made a nineteen on my deck save. Is All it right.
4: An, is it an AOE effect, or is it a is it an effect? It is. Not yeah, an but effect. you
1: have to be. The aura of protection is an effect. It's oh, that just anybody within 10 feet of me gets a plus three to their. Say, no,
4: I'm just asking if it's an if it's, if it's something that, that's affecting only me, but it's not. So, okay. 19 also.
0: All right. 19s make it. 21 makes it.
3: 23. I, I forgot to do math.
1: 19. Forgot to do math? I forgot how to do math.
0: 19 makes
3: it. I forgot it, and to I'm... do math and my eyes changed to red.
0: Anora, I'm sorry, what did you get? 23. Alright, everyone runs across the bridge. For a moment, you can feel that the bridge is slippery with condensation from the fog and the temperature within the cavern. However, you all manage to keep your feet stir- steady on the bridge as you cross it, and you make it to the other side.
1: Can I roll the detective's lube? Just kidding.
0: Uh you see a bottle of KY jelly to the side. I mean...
1: <laughs> Alright, fair enough. We are still in Sexy Cave.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Um, and once you cross the bridge, those with dark vision can see, uh, within 50 feet in front of you, looks like the entrance to an old temple-like building. It is a large building carved into a cliff face with giant podiums supporting a front that is written in a language you do not understand.
1: You mean like a sign? Because a podium is like somewhere you're standing of a speech.
0: There's a columns. There's columns. Like giant Greek columns.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Is it? Can I read it?
0: No. It's a language no one here understands.
1: Oh, you know that. Huh? And we don't have anybody that can do speak languages. Great. Uh, then I'm going right through the front door. I can.
5: Okay. Have fun.
0: Uh, Puck, you have the ability to comprehend all languages?
5: Yeah. I can read Does it anything. Does include
0: reading? You can read anything?
5: Yeah, it's right. right. so uh, comp- comprehend languages. Where is it?
0: That's a warlock thing, right?
5: It's a level one spell thing. Warlock, yeah. <laughs> uh...
0: Do a really quick look for duration. You
5: understand the literal meaning of any spoken language. You could also understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface. You must be touching
0: the surface.
5: So, is it like on the written on the wall? It turns it into braille.
0: It's written, it's written, it's written on a sign carved into the front of the building at the top. It is like 30 feet up because this is a tall entrance. So you would have to mm. climb or fly up there to touch it.
5: Well Lokari went charging in, so all
0: right, Lokari. went charging. Does it look like in? it's is a bad
5: it... script? Like like is it wet things? What?
0: <laughs> Comic Sans. Oh god.
2: Get him out of there. <laughs> um, I um... guess I'm falling Lokar in.
4: I will watch Puck and wait.
0: (laughs) Uh, Axel, what are you up to?
3: Confused on why Puck is standing there, and the other two are running forward. So slowly walking, depending on what happens.
0: All right. Locard and Noren, you burst in first, and what you find is a uh, ruined... Room. It looks like a lobby entrance to what is possibly might have been a merchant's building. You see a lot of tables and desks. You see like teller windows where people would have done exchanges of like currency or whatnot. Um, Some offices that look like they've been uh, ruined, broken walls, broken glass everywhere, Um, rubble and dust littering the floor. And you can hear in the distance small drips of water like a few faucets have been left running.
7: Are we in Gringotts? Anyway, the, uh,
5: the wall it's a building? Or is it What do you mean? It's like, is it a You're building or is it like, an oh, no, I'm talking about the outside still. So. Oh.
0: The outside is like a building face that has been carved into a cli- into a cliff face of rock. And it is right. giant. It is giant Greek columns supporting a uh, rooftop-like structure where the sign is that's supposed to that would you assume would say what it, the building is, but you can't read it.
5: All right. What I'll be doing is I'll be doing mold earth to make little handholds to climb up.
1: Okay, he directed it towards us who are inside. We're trying to resolve yeah. that. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, is there any sign of where, like, the commotion or, like, Mando would have come through here?
0: Um, you listen, and you can hear footfalls. Uh, Roll me a perception check. Yeah.
2: Uh, 11? Can I roll a perception to you?
0: Yeah, you may roll perception as well if you wish.
2: Oh, I wish I roll a seventeen.
0: Do you wish you wish you were a fish?
2: No, I am okay. an elf.
0: Well, you roll a seventeen, and your elven ears can definitely hear the pitter patter of feet further in behind the main teller and desk areas.
2: I point in that direction. It's. Uh, it sounds like the. It sounds like there's sounds of movement coming from there.
1: It must be nice to have ears. All
4: right, let's go. Yes, it is very nice. <laughs> nice uh, anyone
0: who is outside of the building, do you wish to enter?
4: Has Puck finished
0: his thing? Puck, have you finished your thing?
5: I was just, yeah, climbing up the building. If, because it's in the side of a cliff face, it, I can mold earth a ladder into it effectively. So I'll touch the part.
0: You Touch it apart,
5: and I casted the comprehender of the language.
0: You cast the comprehender of the language, and what you get is Ragu. No, you don't get actually, you actually don't get Ragu. Um, you get the
7: vault, the vault,
0: the vault.
5: Um, I turned down the and... I squint at kids of, like, uh, the vault is, it's like a bank or something? This, okay, um, I, I go down, uh, guys, it's, the place is called the vault. Um, head in, I guess. The vault. Hmm. Okay. Keep something, it, keep something usually a value. Sounds fun. I'm squinting oh, after- at. I'm going.
0: Uh, puck, roll me. Oh, you already know. You- Did you already check her eyes?
5: Well, she was uh, apparently Isabel when she pushed me through the red portal.
0: Oh, when she attempted to.
5: Yeah, pretty much. I'm to the point where I just don't really care for her unless she's slick. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. All right. Well, you come on down. You rejoin uh, Axel and Bardis. Does everyone enter the building now?
5: Uh, yeah. I'll I'll start going in. I, I the vault's got to carry some nice
4: stuff in it, probably. Hmm. Well, vault. Stupid Theus isn't here for this.
0: Yeah.
5: He, yeah. He, well, I'll keep an eye out for stuff for him. Hint, hint.
0: Hint, hint. Uh, if Thayas right, so wants any nice
5: magic items, let me
0: know. I'll be sure to drop those for you. All of you. Um, cough. Cough, cough. Oh, look, there's a chest with plus six armor of invincibility. Um, Yeah, so you all enter in behind, following after Lokar and Inorin. And you see Lokar and Oren immediately starting to head towards the back of the room because Norrin heard the footfalls and it pointed that direction and they started heading that way.
5: Mm-hmm. Take a quick look around, make sure nothing's up, but then follow.
0: Yeah. You yep. you see exactly what they saw when they walked in rubble, debris, ruined desks, offices, teller tables, all that stuff. Um as you all move towards the back, um, you all start to hear you you reach the back, and instead of Manda, you find a large brass door covered in moss and spots with look what looks like a very um, a very complicated locking mechanism involving numbers with a giant key that looks larger than any key that a normal-sized humanoid would wield to unlock a door.
1: Wait, so it's closed?
0: It is closed.
1: Why would Manda have closed it behind her when she ran through if this is where they came from? Is there,
4: is there a key in it?
0: There is not. There is an empty keyhole. Okay.
2: Um, close Is you? there, like, Indication that the door was recently moved, or is it does it look like it hasn't it, it's just been still for a while?
0: Uh, roll for door, <laughs> so uh, roll that. investigation.
2: Okay, uh, 16? 16,
0: 16. Um, you can see some light traces where the moss at the edges of the door got scuffed, as if the door had been moved recently.
2: Um, and it's not like, we can obviously tell it's locked, right?
0: Right, there are handles on the, there are handles around the locking mechanism, and as you try to pull, you can tell it's in place pretty sturdily.
7: Hmm.
2: They used to be really useful here.
4: Is I'm there anything else in this room? I'm going to attempt to pull on the door.
0: All right, throw a strength check. Yeah, strength check.
4: I do it can do it as athletics cuz I get advantage to push, pull, no. lift or break. Objects.
0: No, I'm just going to have this as a full strength,
4: but I'm push pulling, lifting or breaking objects.
0: Only if you get pumped, Huh? Only if you get pumped to open the
4: door. You're like, going down door? All right, whatever. Okay. Just, just are you using
1: vicious mockery on the door?
4: <laughs> uh, oh, 15 my, I think
0: strength. So. Uh, 15 strength. You grab onto it and you pull and
6: you're.
0: And you just can't seem to
4: get it won't budge. He turned into a bear. That's coming.
5: (laughs) Pretend it's a bear.
4: But however,
0: you notice as you try to pull, um, you know, all of a sudden everyone hears a loud screeching noise as if metal is um, grinding against metal. And from a rubble pile about 20 feet away, you can see it start to shift. As what looks like a large mechanized being starts to pull itself out of the rubble.
4: Great! Um, I pull out my crowbar and I go at it again. At the door. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right, roll another strength check.
4: This time I do get advantage though. Yeah, y'all. Uh, Twenty-two.
0: Nope, still doesn't budge. Huh. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm arming myself. I'm getting the sword out and everything ready in case that mech thing comes over to us.
0: I'll
2: get my shield and holy symbol out.
0: Anybody
7: else?
3: I ready? My axe?
5: I'll stand behind everyone.
3: <laughs>
0: in In true Puck fashion. Um... Once the mechanized being has pulled itself completely from the rubble, you can see that it looks like it is a twelve foot tall being made out of brass and other sheets of metal and strips of leather holding it together, and it is a large rounded body with uh with somewhat stubby legs and large arms on either side and a almost troll looking head made of the same brass material and around its waist, you can see it looks like it has a, a uh, coin dispenser. Like you see people use at like uh, events where they make change. And then you notice that one arm has a big hand. The right arm has a big hand that is made out of the brass material and then the left hand is actually, instead of a hand, the arm ends in a giant key.
4: I continue trying to open the door.
6: Um, um, is the thing, gonna, like, starting to
2: approach
5: us? just so you know, there's a big, big thing behind you. Well, the other direction.
4: Uh, um, I turn and look at it. Yeah, cool. I gotta get this door open. Yeah, well, it, his hand continue. looks like a key.
0: All right, uh, bars. Give me another strength check. Rar, Rar.
4: Bet
5: you can't break off his hand.
4: What? Why would I break? I, it's a key. Move out. Move out of the way, puck. You're in the <sighs> way now. Fine. So, I only rolled a 16 cuz somebody was in my way. Hey, yeah, you got distracted yeah. by puck.
0: Dang it puck. Um yeah, so <clears throat> the cre- the uh, the 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 mechanical creature's head looks around before it finally settles its glassy eyes on the party and slowly starts to approach. Um, not in any threatening way. Its arms are staying down by its sides, but it is approaching slowly.
1: All right. I'm taking the spin and I'm going to point my finger at it at least and say, are you friend or foe?
0: It steps towards you until it is about 10 feet away. Stops. Stares at each person individually for a moment and then looks at you as suddenly a burst of steam comes out from the side of its jaw, and the jaw unhinges and starts to move as it speaks in a very robotic voice. Welcome to the vault. Are you here to deposit or withdraw?
2: Um...
0: uh,
2: Technically, withdraw?
3: Oh my god, we are in Gringotts. Dang, With- I called that
1: a long time ago.
0: Withdrawal. Please specify the account number you wish to wish to withdraw from.
1: Is there a number on that vault?
2: Uh, orc baby.
0: That's or- not an account number. Orc baby is not recognized. And as it says that, you notice that the one hand that it has. Reaches behind it and starts to pull out a large club.
1: Alright, my finger was already pointing. I'm launching Elders Blasts at it. Alright, go ahead. I get three of them now. At once? Yep. Uh that is a twenty-five.
0: Twenty-five will hit.
1: For four damage a 15
4: does not hit dang that was a 10 too. uh
1: and a 16
4: does
0: not hit dang
1: that was only a one okay
0: so your first shot manages to ping it on the side of the head and the head kind of jerks to the side a bit. and then your other two hit the torso and just seem to dissipate against its metal body And it's standing there slowly pulling out the club going, please specify do you wish to make a deposit or withdrawal?
2: Um I feel like we can avoid this. Uh how many how many numbers is an account number supposed to have?
0: I mean you you wouldn't know that because i you've I'm, never I'm, been here.
2: I'm asking <laughs> No, Just say one.
1: Just respond
0: one.
2: Can I open actually that account? Asking the robot. He's asking ding, the robot. Ding, ding,
0: ding, ding, All of a sudden it stops. Open account. Please specify what you would wish to deposit. Um,
5: I have a, uh, one second, I start digging into my stuff. I have uh, this uh, amulet. When I hold it up, it's a bat amulet.
0: It kind of focuses on the element for a moment and goes, magic item confirmed. Able to deposit. Please
7: specify name. Puck.
0: Puck. Registered. And then it starts to walk towards you again, removing its hand from the club it was about to pull out and lifting the key, arm with the key on it. And then it walks towards the group. Does the group allow it to walk towards you?
2: I'm going to step out of the way.
0: I continue to try to open the door. All right, Baris, I'll give you one more go. All right, all
6: right, all right. Here we go.
4: And 13 strength.
0: No, as you do that, you literally whack the crowbar against the vault door and the reverb from the force of it hitting the door actually sends you stumbling back a few feet as the giant mechanized being steps forward and pound and puts its left uh, key arm into the keyhole and turns it. And you hear the mechanisms in the door, start to spin and turn as it unlocks.
4: Huh. Oh, yeah. Okay, or we could just do that. Hmm. Uh, I hit my crowbar against the ground and then put it away.
0: Alright, and then once you do that, it removes its arm as the door starts to slowly open this giant circular brass vault door starts to slowly open and once it is open, inside you see a large circular chamber with uh, runes along the edge and a podium in the center with a floating crystal.
5: Hmm.
7: Hmm. No um,
0: baby? Wait, no baby, I
5: thought it was no Amanda. Was it- The robot following, by the way, or no?
0: Uh, The robot does not follow inside.
5: All right. The vault stays open for us? or
0: Uh, Once everyone has stepped in, the robot turns and says, have a nice day, and closes the door behind you.
7: What's my account number?
0: You hear on an intercom, all account numbers will be registered by the registrar on the other end of the building.
7: Oh, well, there you go. Have a nice day? day.
0: Okay. So you are now all in a circular room with magic, with arcane runes carved into the perimeter of the floor. And in the center is a podium with a glowing floating crystal. And you do not see any other entrances or exits besides the one you just came in.
4: So who's touching it first?
2: Um, I guess I could.
5: Maybe it's the registrar. You touch. Uh,
2: <laughs> um, Norn's gonna head over and uh, I guess touch the crystal.
0: You touch the crystal, and a um, a voice speaks in your mind and says, "Please select destination."
2: Um. Well, whatever this is is just asking. It's asking me to select a destination. I tell the group.
5: Unless you know an account number, but I don't know. Um, well,
4: I guess it's
2: like. I guess I asked the thing. Uh, what was the last uh destination chosen?
0: Confidential information.
2: What's required to ask access the confidential information?
0: Must be an employee of the vault.
2: Mm hmm Um, how does one become an employee of the vault?
0: One must be hired by the hiring manager of human resources.
2: All right. pulling this is a long spooky. Con. This You're is really, really spooky.
3: spooky.
2: <laughs> Does anyone have We're a become respectable. What? I need, to fill out a, I need to fill out a resume.
4: You know your social security number? Oh, not by heart. Oh, uh, re- yeah. resume. Well, here's some parchment.
0: Connecting you to the human resources department. And suddenly, the crystal starts to glow as the runes around the edges of the room start to also glow, and then the room starts to shake violently, and you have a five-minute timer as the room seems like it's about to self-destruct.
2: God, this is a hell of an interview. <laughs> uh, kind of. Um, this, is this, like, us tr- trying to... them trying to understand how you perform under pressure? All right. Uh, uh, all right. I- might explode
5: I go up to the thing and say new account, new account
0: (laughs) new account it stops and then it starts to glow and shake violently again five minute timer restarted
5: Uh, this is poor customer service
2: I'd like to speak to your manager Oh god, we're gonna carry away an explosion.
0: All right. Manager connecting restarts.
4: Carron away. <laughs> <laughs> I look around the room. What else is around other than just the circular platform and the runes and whatnot? Is there nothing else?
0: So you see that there are glowing runes on the floor. And as the room starts to violently shake, you notice that the runes are starting to creep up off the floor and onto the walls and then spin along the edge of the wall as the podium starts to slowly sink into the floor with the crystal.
7: Um, so we're going to see the manager. Yeah, right.
4: Current destination Actually, is a tube manager. Should we ask you if we can just go straight to the baby? Well, that
5: was confidentiality, right?
2: Well, technically, the confidentiality was I asked what the last destination was chosen. That was chosen.
5: So if you go to the last destination but don't know where it is, does that still retain the confidentiality? What? If if I put a bag on your head, yeah, and then we go somewhere, yeah, and you don't know where you are, doesn't that still retain the fact that you don't know where it is? Yeah, technically. Um, want to try that? I don't know. Go to last access location.
0: At this point, the podium and the crystal have fully, uh, almost fully gone into the floor as the walls of the room are s- spinning with runes and magic power. And it's starting to crackle as if the energy is building in the room at an alarming rate.
5: Mm, this might sting. Maybe it's a teleporter?
2: Uh, I go in like. It has um, to be a
5: teleporter, right? Uh,
2: let me see.
7: There's no other way out of this room. Wait, are you finishing see-
2: me? I'm gonna see if I can uh, cast a spell magic on one of the runes that's glowing. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, for each, you go spell- ahead and cast it. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll
0: Uh Let me look it up really quick too to magic. Make sure it's all working the same way that I remember it. Uh, da, da da da. All right, I need you to make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. So I need you to roll a D twenty, and you're a cleric. So plus your wisdom. I believe clerics are wisdom.
4: Hello.
2: Sorry, I forgot. Oh. To talk there. For a second, uh, I rolled really low, so I only got a thirteen.
0: All right, thirteen. Uh, I'm gonna say you hit the 13 and all of a sudden everything stops. The room violently jerks one way and another and then there's a flash of light and when you look, you're in the same room but now there is a double door on the other side of the room from where you're standing.
7: So all right,
0: it was a so-
4: teleporter.
2: Well, uh, Did I think I may have—I think I might have broken it.
0: Yeah, the crystal and the podium don't reset, so. Well, uh,
2: I stopped the magic process. Let's go through the door before you know security shows up and blames me for breaking it.
0: Alright, so Anorin walks forward, and I guess he, Anoran, you push the door
2: open? I attempt to, yes.
0: Alright, you push the door open, and immediately once you push it open, it feels like there's a pre- an air seal has been broken and you are suddenly hit with the smell of rot and decay and musty air as if nothing has allowed any fresh air into the room that you're about to enter.
4: Uh- goodness oh Oh,
0: i can't (laughs)
2: breathe (laughs) do i see anything inside there
0: uh you see a dark corridor of stone um with uh glossy walls covered in moss and condensation as if it was as if it's underground
2: So, is it like a cave? Uh,
0: cave-like. It's definitely like cave. It's definitely like stone that you would see a, the walls of a cave made out of. But it's been chiseled into um a a walkway. So it's not like jagged or anything. It's smooth.
7: Let's see.
2: I'm going to uh, cast. um, Let's see. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself uh, and slowly move forward.
0: All right. You slowly move forward. Um, It is. Gets darker and darker the further you move in. Um, I'll assume everyone else starts to follow him into the corridor.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, also, yeah. I also pull out my broadsword and um, set it alight so it works as a torch.
0: All right. And an Orm pulls out his sword and sets it alight. And he has a 30 foot radius torch in his hand. Yo. All right, and as everyone is walking forward, the corridor eventually leads into another large circular room, except this one does not have runes or a podium in it. Um, It looks like it is filled with a few desks covered in large stacks of paper. You see what looks like a um, used unkempt bed in another corner a small cooking setup that looks like it's made for camping and on the far end of the room at a desk you see a cloaked and hooded figure sitting scratching at its head with a few candles lit on top of the desk
4: z act it actively moving scratching its head not yes position that way
0: okay yes actively moving scratching its head no no that's not right that's not right either
4: Do you guys think this is where the child is? I don't know. What are we doing? Should we just back up? I think we
7: should talk to him and find out if... what's going on. Okay. I'll go
2: first. You do that. Okay uh i approach um and I, I just i guess approach uh keep i still keep a distance of a good like 10 feet and try to get uh get the guy's attention i suppose um uh have you seen a baby
0: uh, who's there who's there he who are you? How'd you get in here? Banks closed, bank's closed, vault, the vault is closed. No one can go in. No one, no one. Um, and as the figure turns around, you see what looks like a very malnourished, thin uh tiefling whose skin is dry, his lips parched, and his horns are actually look like they've been gnawed on by something.
2: Uh, forgive me, sir, we do not mean to disturb you. We are, I guess you can say, we're trying to make a withdrawal. Somebody has taken a child from us, and we wish to get, uh, get the child back, and they're in the bank.
0: Child? Child here? No, no, impossible, impossible! No, no, you, you must leave, you must leave! Leave now! Leave!
2: We will only leave upon the successful recovery of the child.
0: You must leave! You know. You do not know! You must leave! Leave! And that... he starts to approach you.
7: Um, let's I see.
4: get behind uh, Anorin. <laughs> or next to Anorin.
0: Yeah, I'm up there too. Uh, Yeah, that does not seem to stop him as a well, it looks like a fervor of madness is within his eyes as he's approaching and he starts to raise a hand you feel magic energy start to uh consolidate in his hand as sparks begin to fly
2: uh can I like have a reaction uh, actually
0: yeah you you can reaction on this
2: okay one second
7: do do I'm looking for one second sorry
2: I mean would you technically um, like, would you technically consider that like he's getting ready for an attack
0: I mean he raised his hand and sparks are flying and he's approaching you and he doesn't seem happy
2: all right so I'm going to do uh, a warding flare basically any creature that can be blinded within 30 feet uh, that I can see, I basically just like flash light in their eyes so they can be blinded. They have a, a disadvantage on attack rolls. So I do that, and Is then... Is there a save? Po- uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't say there's a, there's a save. It just says when you are attacked by a creature that can be blinded within 30 feet, as you can see, you can use your reaction to oppose a disadvantage on the attack roll. So basically, if he goes to attack me, I can... It's, it's like a one-time disadvantage he gets.
0: Okay. Uh, that's a disadvantage. All right, I'm going to assume both of those miss. As two Scorching Rays leave his hand and zing past you and hit the floor.
2: Nice. Um, I point my, you know, flaming sword at him, sir. Is like, sir, all we wish is to save our friend and the child. We will leave you in peace, but we must find them.
0: No! You do not understand! And at this point, anyone who wants to take an attack action may. I'm not going to count uh, initiative on this.
1: I would like to use hold person.
4: Oh, All I was right. just gonna hold the person.
0: Well, if one <laughs> fail if one fails, the other one gets to try. <laughs>
1: that is fair. Uh it's a wisdom fifteen save.
0: Uh pff, well he rolled a seventeen and a natural twenty.
1: Wait, he got to roll twice? Okay. Well then I guess that failed.
4: Oh, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I rolled really crappy. Uh, 15 athletics check. Oh, he rolled an 18. Okay.
0: Acrobatics. So, he just slips right through you because he is spindly and thin.
4: Oh, 20, 20 athletics now. I get to go twice.
0: Oh, uh, he rolled a three. You grab... He... So you go to grab him the first time and he just like slinks right through your right under your arms and then you're like oh hell no and you reach back and you grab the back of his head and you pull him in
4: uh, and then I use my bonus action to um, shove him down to the ground. So another acrobatics or athletics. God, three again. This dice, I'm done with these dice. So 15 athletics. Uh he
0: rolled an eleven, so you push him down.
4: Okay. So he is grappled, and I use my shield to shove him down to the ground, and there he is.
0: And he fails on his landing, and he's going to take damage from hitting his head on the ground. And he is knocked unconscious.
1: Oh. That was easy. O- whoops.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't exactly feel proud of essentially being up a malnourished uh, like old man.
4: So I just at that point like just choke slam him or something. <laughs> basically,
0: you basically, because he ducks under your arms, you grab him from the back of the head, you pull him in, and you kind of like use your shield and you bash him to the ground.
4: <laughs> Alright. Well, now what do we do with him?
2: Um, maybe he has some form of talisman or amulet we can use on the magic in here that'll let us through, because he seems to know about the thing. Guess i will check what he was reading, maybe.
4: I'll keep a hold of him. He's looks unconscious right now, but just to make sure he doesn't decide to do something.
2: Uh, I guess start rolling investigations?
4: I guess.
0: Um... Who is the most paranoid person here? I'm going to say Puck's the most paranoid person here. Puck, I want you to roll me a perception check.
4: I rolled a (laughs) low. (laughs) I rolled a seven. Uh, Everything seems fine in this
0: room to you. Except for the guy that Bardis knocked, except for the old man that Bardis knocked to the ground.
2: Um, I rolled a seventeen for investigation for investigating the area.
0: Investigating the area or investigating the man?
2: Uh, basically, where he was Choose sitting. One. Uh one. Where right. he was sitting. Okay. He's got because uh, currently the man is co- uh, is covered by like what's eight eight feet and like however hundred many pounds of like just pure mountain beef.
0: Okay, what languages do you know?
2: Uh, Celestial, Common, Elvish, and Sylvan.
0: Alright, you cannot read the papers on his desk.
2: My word. Uh, Puck. Wait, would I know that he has, like, Comprehend Languages? Has he used that in front of no, me No, you would
0: not. No, you would not. Because oh. he used it after everyone else walked in.
2: Ah, okay. Well, I guess I can just, like, uh, so I just say, uh, there's some paper here with words on it, but I can't, I do not know the languages.
5: How long has it been since we came into the building?
0: Uh, I'd say half an hour.
5: All right. Uh, that's still active. I'll go up and check it out.
0: All right. Make a wisdom saving throw.
5: I'll roll it in the chat. 14.
0: 14. Okay. Um... Well, you will take a four psychic damage as you reach out and touch the papers and immediately upon touching them and attempting to read them, your mind is assaulted by what sounds like uh, anguished screams from the dead trying to dash uh, through your head.
5: Um, this... I take a second. Uh, after touching that, I also, I cast Detect Magic.
0: Uh, you detect magic, and the entire, everything, uh, all the walls, the floor, the ceiling, uh, all of the papers on the desks are all glowing.
5: Oh, God. Everything in this room is freaking magic yeah like even the floor like everything I assume it's um, protected this since this is a bank was I able to read anything off of that before it damaged me or while it damaged me or no
0: uh I roll a percentile for you uh yeah so um you managed to get a single word off of you get you get a you get a single line off of the pages that say the vault must not be opened
5: okay um the only thing I could read off that real quick was the vault must not be opened; otherwise, uh, I got like an instant migraine by looking at that that script.
2: I wonder what the hmm.
5: are. We already in the vault, or is there a vault in this vault? I mean,
0: who are you asking?
5: I'm talking to Norm just like it says that the <laughs> vault must not be opened. At least that's what I could.
2: Um, Can I like Perhaps
5: Is there any way I could try and read more, but it'll hurt possibly. I
2: Wait, mean Did you
5: get did you get any bad voodoo when you looked at these papers?
2: Uh I did not. Um,
5: can can you like just sort through them and look for one that looks like it could be important, and I'll try that one because I um
2: I I suppose, um, hurts. I, I, suppose I can
5: actually read it and it hurts.
2: Um, I guess I'll you know do another investigation check. Roll it. Uh, net twenty. That's my much- net
0: twenty. As you're shuffling through the papers on the desks, you go through the first desk, you go through the second desk, you get to the third desk, and as you're shuffling through the third desk, you find that there is a small chest hidden beneath a bunch of the papers.
2: Uh, um, I guess I try to. Uh, I guess I try to open it.
0: Uh, it does not open. It looks like there is a small locking mechanism on the chest, but it doesn't seem to have a key. It has a crystal where a lock would be.
2: Um, is the uh, is the crystal like clear or is it like a different uh, color?
0: It is a clear crystal.
2: Mm. Let's see. Like my sword is magic. Well, I I guess I, I still have my. Okay. Uh, uh, before you know, uh, working with the papers, I'm gonna turn off my sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I have a ring of spell storing, so I'm gonna like maybe like put it just like just in front of the crystal, so you know, uh, see if it reacts to any magic or anything.
0: Uh, no reaction.
5: I assume it's magic, just like everything else.
0: You're detect magic. Uh, your, your detect magic does not go off on the chest, but it does go off on the crystal.
4: Huh. Let me see it's the just, chest. How big is it's it? It's just, little... just
5: the crystal is magic. The rest of the chest is
4: normal. It's... Is there a, is it a chest with like a little like seam for like the lock and how it will open? Hinges or anything?
0: Um. It looks like there is it should be an opening. Um, but again, where the locking mechanism would be is where the crystal is. And the chest is about palm size in your hand.
4: though hmm. no, seriously, I'm going to try to break the chest. Okay. Just try to rip it
5: open. Just thinking of that. Big Bang Theory, like, what you're holding in your hand is a puzzle box. It has 32 moves to open. Do you have any sentimental value to this thing?
0: What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you try to break it open. Uh, Strength check?
4: Okay. Um, Athletics? Sure.
0: I'll give it to you. Athletics.
4: Say, I have advantage to break objects. It's lots. Um, 31 athletics. To try to just break this thing.
0: All right. Uh, does a 20 hit your AC? Yes, it does. All right. So as soon as you... Like how are you, how are you trying to break it open?
4: Uh, you know what? I know I didn't say to hand it out, but that wonderful crowbar, I'm just gonna take the little sure. uh, that wonderful crowbar and just wedge it in and then just its like just pry it as Alright, what can. are you what are you pressing
0: the chest against to give leverage? Because it's a yeah, palm sized like chest.
4: My palm. Jam the crowbar into your palm? Well, I hold He's one great. end, and then I put <laughs> the chest in the other hand, and then the crowbar in one hand, and then I make the two this sounds <laughs> This sounds terrible.
0: Um, yeah, so... Yeah, as soon as you do that, and you start to feel the pressure get to a certain breaking point on the chest, a small ray shoots out of the crystal and hits you.
4: Mm-hmm. Wait, the crystal on the other side of the room?
0: No, the crystal in the chest, where the locking oh. mechanism should be. And you take three force damage. Which causes mm. you to uh, immediately lose your grip because you were caught off guard, and the chest remains closed.
4: <laughs> ah, ow! <sighs> Drop the chest. chest clank chest clanks to the
0: ground and then it then it gives off a bright flash of light from the crystal and when it's illuminated you can see in the shadows on the far side of the room that there is another door leading out uh wait what
2: (laughs) yeah could could you say that again please
0: Sorry, I didn't. Did I break up? Um, when the chest hits the ground, the crystal and it flashes, lighting up the room. And on the far side of the room, you can see there is another set of doors that was hidden in the shadows.
5: And we couldn't see that.
0: You you see it now. All right. You were kind of focused on the dude, and then you were kind of focused on the chest.
2: What's in the chest?
0: The chest
4: is still closed. Oh! I kicked the chest.
0: You kick the chest. It scat. It clatters against the ground.
2: Perhaps um, you could use
5: the crowbar and smash it.
2: Did the did the guy have anything else on him? Is he because he, he's is he like clothed? You
0: didn't. No one even I, searched the guy. I was going to search the guy as we
5: left, but because like, I was going to say Theos would be disappointed in me if i
0: didn't but uh, that whoever was wants after to search left. the guy whoever wants to search the guy roll investigation
2: let's see if my because i have absolutely no points in the investigation if i can do it again a four
0: his Blut. clothes smell his clothes smell funny and you don't like them
2: i do not
3: now my question is looking at the doors do the doors say not scary? One another one says kind of scary and the other is extremely scary.
0: No, it's a set of double doors that have a that have a crystal in the locking mechanism for the doors. And they don't say
3: anything. Damn.
2: He smells funny.
4: That's it. That's what you got. I go grab the stupid little freaking chest. Piss me off, stupid.
2: Maybe he has a key? But Did I you can
4: try searching him instead of smelling his clothes. <laughs> I, it's just they it
2: just, just, just smell really, really bad.
0: Uh... All right, Bardus, you grab the chest.
4: guess I'll walk over and investigate the knocked out guy too. If that I have much investigation. Ooh, an eleven! Ooh, better than four.
0: Better than four. Uh, you find out that his uh, undergar that he is going commando. Yeah,
7: a very thorough investigation.
4: Um, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know nothing yeah this man needs help very much help so the door is uh, from oh, the other side now is crystal locked is that what we or yes. we haven't looked at it yet
0: yeah so the new door if you look at it has a crystal embedded in where the locking mechanism for a door would be. And it is a clear crystal like the one in the chest.
4: Maybe the chest is the key. Shove it in. I throw the chest at the door.
3: Phrasing.
0: You throw the chest at the door. The front of the chest hits the front of the door and... The chest suddenly catches on fire and disintegrates as the crystal in the doorway shatters, and then the doors slowly swing open.
2: Barda says, "You just accidentally the door."
4: I've been practicing. Whatever works. Yeah. Hey. See, it's safe. Doors open. Chest. It's stupid. Chest. It's gone. Shall we proceed?
2: Um, um, Should we worry about that guy? He seems like it's gonna... Like he might... Be a problem?
7: Do
1: you want to tie him up?
2: I mean... uh, I mean, at least tie him to something...
4: Uh, I mean, I could just put the desk on him, and maybe that'll be enough. He's pretty frail.
5: I'm gonna go while everyone's looking at the guy.
0: You're gonna move ahead without waiting for everyone? Yeah. Alright. Puck, roll me a stealth check.
7: One second. CC.
5: A 22.
0: Alright, Puck, you... Uh, does anyone want to try and catch Puck as he's departing from the rest of the group? Or just let his 22 go?
2: I'm no. currently... No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm currently trying to figure out logistics with Bardis.
4: I'm putting a desk on top of an old knocked out guy. So wait, okay. Puck's
1: going into the next room?
0: Yep, and he's
4: it's trying to place. just
0: slip on out. Yep.
1: I'll
7: follow him.
0: Uh, roll a perception to make sure that you catch him, because he rolled stealth.
7: Yeah, no, I didn't see him.
1: All Never right. mind.
0: So, Puck, you managed to slip through the doors with that while everyone else is preoccupied with figuring out what to do with the old man passed out on the floor.
5: All right. I'll look ahead.
0: You look ahead and you see a dark corridor leading into more darkness.
5: And I got the whole C120 feet as well.
0: You do? All right. You see 120 feet out and you see more darkness.
5: And I'll Forge ahead.
0: All right. Without waiting for anyone, Pug forges ahead. Um... Yeah, and I'm just going to start a small. I'm going to start a timer here. Um, so, that Puck is moving. Good to Puck, say. Puck is moving on ahead without the rest of the group. Um, what is the group doing about the old guy?
2: I guess we're just
4: putting a, <laughs> putting a, Put a lift and him. place a desk on top of him.
0: All right, well, I assume you're swole enough to lift the desk because of your impressive muscles. Um, do you move it with all the papers still on top of it, or do you remove the papers first?
4: No, I just grab it. Like, like seriously, I can lift a ton. <laughs> I know! I'm just, asking, I'm just debating how much of a mess you're making. <laughs> oh, a big mess. I just grab something nearby, just plop it on top of them. Yeah, everyone make sees bars. Sure <laughs> Make sure it's yeah. heavy enough that he's not going anywhere and maybe um, forget the fact that he might still need to breathe if he was breathing at all.
0: Yeah, so you just reach out, you grab a desk one-handed, drag it across the floor without any issues as papers and stuff on top of it go flying. And you lift it and you place it down on him without caring if he's still li- breathing or not. Because right now you're just thinking about keeping him pinned down.
4: No no no, not not caring, not thinking about that. Not thinking about it. You're not
0: thinking about it. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh and uh he'll he'll, he'll live. He'll
4: live for a while. Yeah, yeah, and All right, all right, and and we uh, I guess we <laughs> Look at Norn. Satisfied? at satisfied.
2: Um, I roll a... actually rolled a really bad roll, but a nine medicine check, just make sure he's still breathing.
0: Uh, he is still breathing. It is very shallow, and, um, you can tell that, you know, he's gonna be out for a while.
2: Okay. Um... Very well. Uh, I say... I am satisfied. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we can, I think we can move on now.
4: Let's move on with Puck. All right. And as you
0: go to move on with Puck, you look around, you notice Puck isn't there.
4: What? L- L- low car, where's Puck?
1: I don't know. I, I turned and one day, a minute he was there and then I don't know.
4: Um, I just shout out Puck
2: Oh, oh no
0: And with that you all look towards the open doors and you figure out he's probably walked out, uh, walked through the doors already
1: That boy has no way to defend himself either
2: I mean he does but I have a feeling he might panic
1: I don't think I've ever actually seen him do anything in combat yet.
2: He's got spells. He's got illusion.
4: Well, let's go get him. righty.
0: Alright, okay. and with That's that, good. with that, we will switch over to Tony. Tony, you've got about a four and a half minute lead on the rest of the group. Um, I'm just,
5: just casually walking ahead. Or, All right. not casually, stealthily, casually. I don't know. I, if there's something...
0: It's so, not edge. I'm going
5: ahead, but I'm on edge. Does that make so, sense?
0: Yeah, so assuming you're walking casually, we're assuming you're moving at half speed, which is 15 feet, and it's six seconds, and you've got about four and a half. So four and a half times six times 15. You've walked 405 feet ahead of the group.
7: Okay.
0: And so we will say that you have reached a large opening. You've reached an opening that opens into what looks like a large chasm of a room. And with your dark vision, you can see that the floor is just lined with what looks like possibly hundreds, if not thousands, of treasure chests. mm and you look to the walls, and you see that there are just shelves with rows and rows of more treasure chests.
5: All right, I think this would be really pissed at me right now if I didn't do something about this. So, I'm gonna go shopping. Um, detect magic still up?
0: Detect magic is still up. All the chests are glowing magic.
5: All right, uh, and they're open, and they're. No, magic?
0: they're all closed. They're all closed in their magic. Mm. And towards the back,
7: roll only a perception check. Will do. 22
5: perception.
0: 22 perception. You can see on the far end, there is a... Chest on a uh, elevated floor above the other chests, and the chest itself is like the size of a carriage for like a horse and buggy carriage, and it is the bluest glowing chest you have ever seen.
7: Shit, bang! I'll go explore.
5: I'll go look.
0: All right uh how what do you want to do with your exploration
5: i was gonna go to uh the the big ass chest and see if there's anything i could do about that
0: all right you start walking towards the big ass chest and as you're doing so about halfway across the floor um towards the big chest you start hearing whispers in the edge of your hearing as if it's all around you but you can't pinpoint the source of the whispering.
5: Um I'll go closer towards one of the chests that are on the shelves at the walls.
0: Okay, so you suddenly veer let's say to the left and you start walking between the rows of the chests on the floor. At, towards the chests on the uh, shelves on the left side of the wall of the room, and you can still just hear the whispering on the very edge of your hearing.
5: Alright. I was wondering if the whispering was coming from the chest for some reason, but guess not.
0: Alright. Are you continuing to move towards the shelves on the side?
5: Well, yeah, I don't feel like walking down to dead center of the room right now, actually. It's starting to creep me out.
0: Okay. So you just walk towards the shelves, and at this point, the rest of the group will just start to come up on the opening, because I'll assume that they were moving probably a little less casually as they wanted to try and find Puck. So you all enter into the opening into this large room. Um, where you just see rows and rows of hundreds, possibly thousands of chests just lined up in rows across the floor, shelves on the wall, and anyone with, anyone with a passive perception over a 15 can see that there is a large carriage-sized chest in the far back wall of the room. Ooh... What do we
4: have here? Wait, is Puck in here?
0: Ah, uh, roll of perception.
5: Is he stealthic?
0: To see Puck? To see Puck. I don't I, I assume he's still moving quietly.
5: Yeah, I'm towards the wall on the
1: left. Seven. I get distracted by the cart.
0: You uh, get distracted t- by the cart sized
4: chest. <laughs> Twenty three.
0: Bartis, you immediately Bardis because of all your interactions with Puck you just immediately your eyes immediately latch onto him along the left wall
4: oh there he is I point him out Puck you ran off without us you guys Boy. were trying to
5: cripple an old man.
4: He's not crippled, he's not going anywhere for a little while. What'd you find?
5: Lots of treasure, magic. Well, oh, I'm assuming it's treasure on the inside. We were you able to open a small one? There's a big one here I'd be interested in if you can open. Mm,
4: let's try opening it. Over to the carrot size chest. What does it have open? Is it closed? Can I try to open it?
0: it is very, very closed and it has a large locking mechanism on it. And as you get closer to it, like Puck, you start hearing whispering on the edge of your hearing. But you can't make out what the words are or where it's coming from.
4: (laughs) Okay, I roll like a moron, so I don't care about it.
0: Yep. Anyone else entering the room?
4: I
1: R2. Sure. Oh, I assume that was already in there.
0: Alright. Uh well Bardus is going towards a large chest. Did anyone want to do anything else?
2: Um I guess move further like just do a perception and see if there's I can see anything besides the treasure chests.
0: Um, you do not see anything besides the treasure chest. All you see is just rows upon rows upon rows of treasure chests in this larger room.
2: Is there, uh, do I see another set of doors or is it just like just this giant pile of chests,
0: just giant rows and piles of chests? I mean, it looks like there's probably even more rows of chests behind the large one that Bart is walking towards. This room is massive.
6: My goodness. Does
1: anything look like there might be a baby somewhere in here?
5: (laughs) Well babies are the babies whispering?
0: Yeah. Can you hear
5: the whispering Um, yet, Lokar?
0: If Lokar is moving towards the center of the room, he'll start to hear the whispering. Anyone who starts moving towards the middle of the room will start to hear the whispering.
2: This is a cause for some concern.
0: Alright, Bartis, you reach the, the, the large chest.
4: I would like to attempt to open the chest with my trusty crowbar.
0: Give me an athletic, sir.
4: Yes! 22 athletics. All
0: right, twenty-two athletics. Um, give me one moment. I need to pull something up. Uh, here we go. All right, I am going to need you to uh roll an opposed grapple.
4: Wookie, the chest trying to grapple me <laughs> uh 27 uh, a post
0: uh it oh, it has advantage nope uh do, 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 do. that is a 25
4: the chest does not grapple me
0: it does not grapple you All right. As soon as you go to smack it with the crowbar to try and open it, all of a sudden the lid opens and a large tongue shoots out and tries to wrap itself around you, but you manage to duck out of the way and back up.
4: Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa, whoa. What?
2: What? Oh, my goodness.
0: And And then suddenly you start hearing clattering all around you. As it looks like the chests are starting to shake and move, facing the party. This is this
1: all mimics? Oh god! We just
2: stepped into a mimic horde. I never actually fought mimics before, and oh. no, that's not annoying. That's that's me. I don't think I've ever actually fought mimics in D&D.
0: Well, today's your lucky day, sir.
7: Roll for initiative. Twenty. I'll make it easy. Ten. Nineteen. Eighteen. Thirteen.
0: And no uh, silva, no Therios. And then we will roll for the mimics.
7: Uh, the
0: big one. All right. I think all of you are probably going to go before any of these mimics go. Yeah, no, the mimics rolled shit for initiative. Uh, so it will start with Anorin at 20. Yay. So, Anorin, you see that all the chests are starting to twist and turn, Toward, with their openings towards the party, some of them slowly creeping open the lids and you can see rows of razor sharp teeth and prehensile tongues starting to slither about.
2: Um, I guess, let's see, I'm going to turn to the section of mimics that doesn't have my allies. And I'm going to give uh, everybody at playing at home uh, an idea, a uh, guess, three guesses, and two of them don't count as to what I'm going to do.
1: Um, oh, what is that one? Uh, Smite? Miss?
2: I'm going
4: to
1: fireball you at yeah, Buff. Oh, Uh-oh. fireball.
4: Oh, what have you done on those? That's
1: the joke. I mean, it was ineffective last week when he did it, so.
5: You should do a guiding bolt.
1: I that always works
4: for. Yeah, man. I, 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 I of
2: those. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use it as a fifth level spell, and sure, sure. I am going to just explode a section of these flipping mim- mimics.
0: Okay, uh, what section of them are you gonna do? Are you gonna do the section around you? Or are you gonna do a section around your party? Or are you gonna do a section on the large one? I'm gonna try to are.
2: explode them uh, in an area that's not occupied by me or the party. So I'm guessing a lot of the, a lot of them are by the big chest. At least Bardis is. Just
4: light, light me up, light me up. I don't care.
2: I'm not gonna light you up.
4: All right, I'm gonna say you're going to blow up the area
0: that's currently separating uh, Puck from the rest of the party because he's against the wall and the rest of the party is more towards the center of the room. So I'm saying you're going to blow up the mimics in the area between Puck and the rest of the party, so he can rejoin the party if he wants to.
2: Um, thirty-five fire damage.
0: All right. 20-foot uh, you, you see all the mimics in that twenty-foot radius just scream and start to disintegrate as they fall to pieces and melt. You're welcome. Uh after Anorin is Axel. I'm sorry, no, it's Bardis. I'm sorry, it's Bardis. Bardis, the big- there is a giant mimic in front of you.
4: I'm going to try to wrestle a chest. I've never done this before, so um
0: you can only wrestle things one size larger than yourself, right? Correct. Uh this is the size of a carriage. Um, I'm going to say it's probably too big for you to actually pin to the ground.
4: It's larger than large size. Uh,
0: I want you to imagine Bardis on top of a carriage, like a horse and carriage.
4: I mean, I think that would be. I mean, a large square is 10 by 10, right?
0: I'm just—I'm just trying to debate how you would grab onto it and be able to exert enough force onto a large item like that.
4: I could push, pull, drag one ton. Maris, do you want me to enlarge you? God, yes. <laughs> all right, all
5: I right, can do so, that.
4: All right, my
0: turn. <laughs> all right, you hold your turn. I see. I
5: see, I see. I just looking towards the chest, whimpering, and just. <laughs>
0: All right, I will say that Bardis and Puck can see the glimmer of each other's eyes and be like, you know what to do, man. And Puck is like, I got you, bro. And uh, Bardis will hold his turn until it gets to Puck so he can get enlarged. So then it's Axel's turn.
3: I swing at a chest.
0: All right, roll to hit.
3: 19
0: to hit. 19 to hit. I'm going to say that you go ahead and cleave through 3 of them around you.
3: Perfect.
0: And they just fall fall to pieces. These are these are these are the underling mimics.
3: Done. I do it again. All right. 17.
0: All right, again you cut through like 3 mimics.
3: Yes. All right is
0: done. All right. Puck, your go.
5: I cast the enlarge person and the bardus and make him a big bardus.
0: The uh, bardus becomes a big bardus.
5: So his size doubles and his weight is multiplied by eight. Sorry.
0: The becomes giant size a uh, huge size. It's Large, huge, giant. Yeah, you become huge sized, and you are now a big, heavy boy.
5: You get an advantage on strength checks if you didn't already have that, and strength saving throws, and your weapons and whatnot grow to match, and you do an additional d4 damage.
4: All right. Does so that mean I can try grappling now? And now we're both large, or I, if it's extra large, I'm large. Now it's one size above me.
0: Uh, I think now. I think now you're probably about the same size. So you can go ahead and grapple it.
4: Yes, let's do this. Fully intent on grappling a damn mimic. I rolled a nat twenty on it. I am yes. I don't need advantage.
0: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, no, it roll. It definitely did not roll a nat twenty. So you definitely. Grab that bitch.
4: That <laughs> <laughs> for 32 Yeah. Okay. Um, then I will... Wait a minute. So coming into this room, there was like a bridge. We Were, were we walking in a bridge or is it a tunnel? A uh, tunnel. Damn it. Okay. Well... Whatever. You can't throw it off the side of the how, how tall is this? Bil- uh, how tall is this room?
0: oh, uh, uh, without dark vision, you can't see the ceiling.
4: I don't care, man. I just want to do it. I'm just gonna. F- I want to fly. Actually, I'm gonna shove it first. Hold on. Now I need to shove it. So my other attack is gonna be to, um. Make it prone. So, oh yeah, I get advantage on that without rage. Oh, he's going down thirty. So,
0: so, so, Bardis, I want you to roll me an intelligence check first. <laughs> Three. Okay, you use your action to shove it, and you shove it, and it's a chest. It stays upright
4: because it's a chest. Shove it on its back. It's a chest. Side. I've seen chess.
0: They have sides. <laughs> so mimics have immunity to prone. Oh.
4: Oh. Well, that. Because
0: okay. they're shape changers.
4: Oh, Okay. Um. The... So
0: you you push you so you push it away. Think going. Ha ha. You're prone, and then it just kind of rolls back to where it was. Hmm.
4: Eh, okay. I'm going to use my Boots of Flight to move, well, 20 feet, and then I use Dash to move an extra. So I go 40 feet straight up with it grappled.
0: All right, you carry it up with you. Uh, Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Lokar, your turn. Uh, At this point, an Anorin has removed a large group, separating the party from Puck. Uh, you see that Axel is just cutting through them like they're nothing but like paper mache and Bardis has grabbed the big one and is now flying up into the air with it.
1: So is there anything left for me to do?
0: I mean, that's up to you. You can attack the little ones. You could try shooting the big one as it's being carried into the air.
1: Yeah, I'll shoot the big one. I'll hit it three times. The Eldritch Blast.
0: pew, pew. Pew.
1: Uh will a 21 hit it? Uh it's
0: a big chest. 21 will hit it. Yes.
1: Uh for 7 points of damage. All right. Uh I'm assuming a 12 will not.
0: 12 will uh ping off of its natural armor.
1: Okay. Oh my gosh, those were both terrible rolls. Okay, that's all I did.
0: That's it. Oh, actually, you know what? 12 does hit. I'm sorry. It's armor class shit.
1: Oh, that was like 3 damage.
0: Oh, okay. Alright. And at that point, the big mimic gets its turn. It's going to resist grapple with Bardis. Let's
4: do it. Alright. Mm, 22.
0: It got a twenty. you it it lashes at you with its tongue, but it can't seem to break your grip on it as you lift it up.
4: <laughs> uh, can it bite you while grappled? If it uses if it has multiple attacks, yes, but if it uses its attack to break grapple and fails, it's screwed.
0: All right, yeah, now that's pretty much all it can do that turn then. Uh, the other mimics are just gonna attack as a wave against the rest of the party. Um, so anyone... Well, oh, the... they The wave rolled shit, so everyone... The mimic, All the small mimics try to rush all of you, and you manage to hold them back from attacking anyone. So then it goes back to the top of the niche with the Noran.
2: Alright, so I see the big one.
0: You see the big one. It's in the air. Like it like it, it, it really cares about being in the air. It doesn't like it.
2: My word. Alright, so I
7: am gonna cast a spell. Alright.
2: I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt as a force spell.
7: All right. Don't miss. I really hope I don't miss.
4: It's going to be really he, hard to miss. As he casts it, I jerk the chest away from him at <laughs> the last second.
2: Um. Ah. <sighs> Is it ten hit?
4: Ten does not hit. Kidding me right now?
2: I I rolled a two.
0: All you had to do was roll a twelve, man. All you had to do was roll a twelve.
2: I know. I had. I had. (laughs) Essentially, I had like an eighty percent chance to hit. So it's just like XCOM. Oof!
0: Oof! Just like XCOM. Oof! oof. At that and at that time, Bardis, it's your turn. You have the chest in the air with you.
4: I move up forty more feet.
0: Uh, at that, at about half of that, at sixty feet up, you hit the ceiling. Oh,
4: cool! Um, I let go. I all right, you it. let. Oh, I could shove. It go. I'm gonna just shove it straight down. <laughs> all
0: right, you let it go. Um, it is falling sixty feet. It is ad for Igvery ten feet. All right. Oh, it's like that
5: YouTube channel where they drop stuff off a really tall tower.
0: It yeah. it the damage is not that great. Uh, three, seven, nine, 13 damage. Fall damage takes 13 fall damage as it smacks into the ground with a large thud.
4: I really just wanted to do that. All right, I, that's basically, I use my move and I mean, I don't know, I'm good. I'm done.
0: Alright, Axel, you're up.
4: Um,
0: you notice that Bardis just like dropped the big one into the ground where it hit with a thud. Um, and there are still a bunch of little ones uh, around on the ground.
3: Um... I'll take out the little ones. Alright, roll to hit, please. Thirteen.
0: Uh thirteen, you will get one of them.
3: Woo. Twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one, you start to spin like a top as you just cleave through a whole group of them.
3: Yes, good.
5: Puck. Yes. Um, is the big one like on the ground now? I'm assuming and it's like unaffected.
0: Oh, I mean, it's on the ground and it looks like a chest still, a very possibly angry chest with razor sharp teeth.
5: Um. All right. Uh, I have an offensive spell. I got myself an offensive spell because I know. So, um, it's a cone, which, what does it do? how would how I not hit people? Like, can I position myself to not hit friendlies?
0: I would say that you're positioned to the side so you can hit it without hitting friendlies as Bardus is up in the air.
5: Okay. I do a cone of cold.
4: Okay. And it has to do
5: a con save. It gets really cold.
0: Oh, uh, what's the save? Uh, sixteen. It fails. It gets really cold.
5: All right, I'll roll the damage. Does thirty-four cold damage?
2: Whoa! That's in it- excessive.
5: And anything else in the, the range of the cone, the 60-foot cone, also... 60-foot? Oh, it's, it's a 60-foot cone. Should I have said that before?
0: Bardus, <laughs> I want you to roll a con save.
7: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 20. Bardus
4: makes-, makes it. So he takes half.
0: Alright, so Bardus takes 17 damage.
4: Okey. Ow, thanks. I got a boom spell. (laughs) Or a whoosh.
0: Uh, What what effect does it have any other effects besides just being really cold?
5: If it kills the creature it becomes a frozen statue until it thaws.
0: Okie doke. Uh, Locar, your go.
1: Um, big chest not dead.
0: Big chest, uh, it is shivering from the cold.
1: Oh, sounds like a good chance to walk up and whack it.
4: Oh, give it a good whack.
1: Uh, 18 to hit. Hits. Um, that's gonna be 8 damage. Then I get a second attack. Uh, 21, and that's 10 damage.
0: Alright. Uh, So Bardis got enlarged, he picked it up, he flew up, he dropped it into the ground, he got hit into the ground. Before he could fully recover, It got hit with an ice blast that froze it. And then Lokar just walks up and goes, Fuck! Mimics! And bashes it in twice. And you hear a diff- a deafening crack as the lid crunches inwards and it stops moving.
1: Okay, I have a lightsaber, so I think I just cut a nice chunk out of it. Just saying.
0: Uh, okay, we'll say that you put cut half of the lid off of it. That works. And once that big one stops moving and appears to be dead, all the little ones um, start to... Shuffle away from the party into the shadows and the edges of the room.
1: And start screaming out, Where's the child?
4: I come down. You come down. You're Is there treasure in the Mimics?
5: Is it like a clam? Yes, there's like a pearl inside? No.
0: Oh, no. I mean, if you want to investigate it, you can.
1: Just people's fingers that they ate before.
4: I agree with Lokar. Where's the child? And I have like, can I have like that booming voice now? Like, where's the child?
0: Sure, your voice is very deep and reverberates. Sound yeah, like a yeah, boomer
5: yeah. voice. We have that for okay, another boomer. another five rounds, I think.
0: Us, as you scream, where is the child? All the chests start to turn towards the back of the room from behind where the big chest was laying on the opposite side from when you entered. You see that there is a large double door that is slightly ajar.
1: Well, how do we turn it back from ajar?
0: <laughs> I get so it. That makes a tech low car.
2: One
1: last, last.
2: surprise. He <laughs>
0: had it coming.
4: <laughs>
1: Wait, who had it coming? Me or Steve?
4: Yes. Low car. <laughs> Alright,
1: low is going through the doors.
0: slow car moves towards the doors.
3: Onward and outward.
0: So does everyone move towards the doors then? Yes. Yes. Puck
5: yes yes I, I just i know i heard that song before but i can't remember where it's from
0: wait what he song? had it coming
5: he had it
7: coming. oh
0: <laughs> all right so everyone moves towards the doors and as you reach the doors um you see in the room is manda um she looks like she is somewhat bloodied beat up cut up uh she is on a knee with a Uh, a double-edged axe in her hand, breathing heavily, and on the other side of this room you see the vampire child holding the baby.
7: Ha!
4: There you are! And run towards him, all enlarged and everything.
0: Yes, here I am. And here I go! you know where to find me. He says, as he dimension doors out of Bartus's way um, to a far corner of the room. And then he pulls out a scroll and starts to read it as a gateway starts to open up behind him. And I'll give oh, everyone, a re- I'll, I'll give everyone a reaction to do, something about it um I will say from the door entrance he is uh let's say 60 feet away
1: I'm gonna use command and tell him to drop it
2: not not too quickly though now I drop it from a great height just put it down gently
0: what's the dc on command
1: uh wisdom 15.
0: uh give me one
4: second Oh come on!
1: Yeah, it has to be a one-word command. So drop is just, I think, the easiest thing.
0: All right, he got a seventeen.
1: Of course he did.
0: Of course he did. Uh, everyone gets one reaction. Lokar just took his to use that spell. Anybody else?
4: Let me see. I'm assuming I was uh, I was charging at him, so Yeah. I mean before he teleported behind, so Alright.
2: And we're how far away?
4: Sixty.
5: Dang. Alright, well um I I'll go last if Anorn, you got some?
2: I'm um, trying to figure out what to do without harming the child.
5: Well, right. no yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do some stuff. Then I'm going to try. So Go ahead, I'm going going to sack whatever. Um, I'm not sure how much meta magic I, how many sorcery points I need, but pretty much, uh, I will do quicken. Um, I'll sack some cell- Give her some sorcery points to get back a spell point, a uh, spell slot, to get back my fifth level if I can. hmm And then I'll do Banish. And Banish him.
0: Alright, is there a save?
5: Uh, it's a Charisma 16. Oh, actually, I don't even need to sack any spell slots. I could just do that.
0: Oh, he got an 18 Charisma save, so your Banish fizzles against him.
5: Then I'll quicken an Eldritch Blast to grab him.
0: All right, roll to hit.
5: All right, I'll just roll it on the thing real quick. Uh...
0: Sure, 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 sure.
7: So that's a nineteen to hit. All right, you hit.
5: Hit the wrong button there. So I'll do one d ten. I'll just roll it on the side real quick. Sure, sure. That's sure. ten damage, and I pull him closer, ten feet. And then I do a second roll, and I'm just going to roll it on the side again. And that is a um, sixteen to hit.
0: Sixteen does not hit.
5: Okay, so then that's all it does there.
0: All right, Anoran.
2: Uh, let's see. I'll remove. <sighs> Excuse me, sorry. I'm gonna move up uh, thirty feet, and I'm gonna cast like Misty Step to see if I could uh, teleport behind him. All right. Unfortunately that's all my turn for right now, and that's all I can do in like six seconds.
0: Alright. Uh Isabel Axel, what did you want to try and do anything?
3: I can't do shit.
0: He's
5: fifty feet away.
3: Yeah, and my walking is forty, so if I double that, that would be my two two things.
0: You're not wrong. Um, Yeah, okay then. Then he will do his thing. He will finish his spell. The gate behind him opens. He got moved 10 feet away from it. He will spend his action finishing the spell and then his movement to move to the portal. And before he walks through it with the baby, um, he will turn to the party and go, you know where to find me. I'm sure I will see you very soon with my real master. Come see us in the castle when you are ready. And he jumps through the portal and it closes.
2: Damn plot hooks! Mm.
0: As it closes, you hear Amanda scream out in anger and anguish as she starts to beat her fist onto the stone floor.
1: We'll get him back.
0: Don't worry about it. And we will close up the session there.
1: I. yee Yeah, it's late.
0: It is very late. Uh, not as spooky as I was hoping to get it. Um, I forgot some of my notes at work that I had put down, but I definitely had planned all along for this to be a. Mimic dungeon. Thanks.
5: Nice. Ah, uh, mimic.
4: It's been so long. Oh, I think. Yeah, Does that I...
5: mean we left a mimic on the old guy?
4: Uh. Well, you know.
0: Maybe desk mimic. No. Well,
4: we had to feed the mimic.
0: So the whole the whole point of the vault do not open the vault is because it was full of mimics. With that, "Why have a vault of Mimics? What better to what better way to hide valuable treasure chests than amongst evil treasure chests that want to eat you?
4: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Bardis got licked by a treasure chest. Uh, Ooh.
0: Yeah, that was a bit of a long one. Sorry guys, I wasn't expecting it to take so long, but we had a lot of fun at the beginning of the episode doing the uh slutty halloween stuff first
1: yeah, and you start taking into account our uh the ability for our our antics to take place for 20 minutes at first
0: yeah 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 i gotcha i gotcha it's but uh but yeah i mean at the time that this is releasing it is just a couple days before halloween so you know um have a safe one um if you're going out trick-or-treating if they're even doing that in your area uh do it safely wear a mask both spooky and healthy. Um, and I hope everyone who's giving out candy is doing in a way that is safe and responsible and happy Halloween.
1: Don't forget the socials.
0: Oh my gosh. You want me to do socials on top of running this thing? Oh my gosh. Well, I tell you what you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and infinities End gaming. You can find us on Twitter and infinities. EG Check out our Patreon on our Facebook page. We have that going. You can also go there to find our Discord channel. Hit us up. We are on there daily talking to fans, listeners. We are doing a game. uh, Eric is doing a gaming programming stream every Wednesday so far. And, yeah, just come hit us up. We would love to talk with you.
1: All right. Have
7: a good night, everybody. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Good night.